Today, we talk about peace. A lot of folks like to talk about peace with no understanding of what it is and never having experienced it in the world in which we live. When I think of peace, I'm reminded of the first song that we sang today. It is well with my soul. The old song is loved by so many because of its message. When peace like a river attendeth my way, even when sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever my lot, he has taught me to say, it is well, it is well with my soul. That song was written in 1873 by a man by the name of Horatio Spafford. He sent his wife and four daughters ahead on a European vacation, and he was going to join them later. But he got a message from his wife as the ship sank in the middle of the Atlantic, and the message was, I alone have survived. As he was crossing the Atlantic to go be with his mourning wife, when the ship came close to the spot where he had heard and thought that his daughters drowned with that shipwreck, he sat down and wrote the words to this song. When peace like a river attendeth my way, but even when sorrows like Sea billows roll. Whatever my lot, thou hast taught me to say, it is well, it is well with my soul. You see, these words are not written by someone who is enjoying an easy life but they're written from the heart of a man who is going through what was more than likely the most difficult days of his life. Having already lost a small child to pneumonia, and now his four remaining daughters have drowned and his wife suffering the loss of her children, he's going to Europe to join her and to try to bring comfort to her. But he finds himself with no comfort of his own. But he was reminded that there is a peace, there is a comfort that comes from God that you cannot find anywhere else. And in the dark room of his suffering, in the darkness of his life, in the horror of what he's walking through, he writes, it is well with my soul. As the hymn beautifully reminds us, it's not... We're not immune to those kind of things. We discover that peace is not the absence of trouble, but the presence of God in our lives. Our world is so overwhelmingly violent. Our world is filled with hatred and uncertainty and men and women hating other men and women and and people of different skin color disliking the other and 
We live in a world such as that and nations against nations and lying to each other, stealing from each other, trying to overdo and outdo and demolish other nations. We live in troubled times. We are in desperate need of peace. Not the peace that's the absence of trouble. But as I said, the peace that is the presence of God. We are in need of the peace that the one who came into this world called the Prince of Peace has brought us. And his peace is available to us every day, every moment, all through our lives. And he offers that peace to us today. It is a peace that comes in the midst, in the midst of whatever you're walking through. Even when you're walking through times of, of joy and rejoicing, there's still that need of peace even in that. And, and it's the peace that comes. So many images and songs focus on the song Silent Night. Holy Night, all is calm, all is bright. That just simply was not true the first Christmas. Matter of fact, there was so much unrest. The throngs of people had been demanded that they come and register for a census so that government control could be uh, effective in their lives and they could rule over them. And they've come from everywhere to be registered and to be taxed. It was such a troubling time that the first words out of the mouth, mouth of the angel was not, I have good news, hold on a minute. The first words was, don't be afraid. That was, their first, the, that was the first phrase that they heard from this messenger from heaven. Don't be afraid. No wonder the shepherds were afraid when they saw this sight when they were overwhelmed with the presence of someone that they didn't expect. But he brought a message of peace, and the Scripture says, and suddenly there was a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. There was noise and hurt and pain and struggle on that first Christmas. And yet there was a great joy and a deep peace of the highest order to those who received this message and responded to it, and they immediately went to Bethlehem and found the young babe wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger, and they praised God and worshiped him as they came to this place to see the one that had been promised and the fulfillment having been given in the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is a message that can make you catch your breath, a message that can choke you up as the words wash over you to be reminded I bring you good tidings of great joy, peace, 
to you and to your heart. Jesus brings peace right to the center of our hurt. There's not a person in the room and not a person watching online that that has escaped the hurt that comes with living in this life, in this world. The hurt and the death, the loss of a loved one. The hurt that comes when there are problems within the family circle and there's division and there is strife. The problems that come and the hurt that comes along when someone reaches out to you in anger and would hurt you and say things that pierce to the heart. The hurt that comes from a disagreement many times that is not resolved, but it goes on and on and causes division. And there are folks that have gone for months and even years without speaking to each other because of that moment of hurt. And we live in such a world, but yet God sends a message to our hearts this very morning. My peace I give to you. And he offers that peace to every one of us in the midst of what we live in. He is indeed the Prince of Peace. And his peace doesn't separate us from the world. It is peace that comes in the midst of our existence, our life in the world. The prince of peace. The prophet Isaiah's words reveal something very important about Jesus. Listen to what he says. For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Isaiah 9, 6. You see, peace is not just a, a feeling or a state of being. Peace is a person, and that person is the Lord Jesus Christ. We see that peace comes from the person of Jesus and through the gift of the Holy Spirit who is God's presence with us. Jesus said, if I go away, I will send the Holy Comforter. And he indwells the heart and the life of every believer and his purpose is to bring joy and contentment and peace and guidance and all of those things that comes from the indwelling Holy Spirit. But one thing, and the important thing, is that he brings peace. Jesus said, my peace I leave with you. In the midst of all that was happening on that first Christmas, we're told in Luke 2.19 that Mary treasured these things and pondered them in her heart. When we simply stop worrying, stop striving to fix everything in our own energy, in our own will, and, 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 and of our own opinion, and of our own strength. If we'll just give up on all of those things and surrender our lives to the will of the Prince of Peace, he will reign as Prince of Peace in our hearts and our lives And we'll discover there is no better life to be had on this planet than walking in the Prince of Peace and to know that he meets every need 
and brings that to our hearts. Above all, peace. Let me encourage you to encounter the peace of Christ by taking the psalmist's words seriously in Psalm 46.10, be still and know that I am God. Boy, that's hard for us, isn't it? Just to be still. Sometimes I think God had rather have said it, shut up and be still. Now that's what my mama said. Just hush. Just settle down. Quit your murmuring. Quit your complaining. Quit wringing your hands. Quit pacing the floor. Quit all of that stuff and just accept what I've done. Know that I am your God. You can know that today because he is the prince of peace. He gives peace in the midst of life, doesn't call us out of this life. He gives us peace in the midst of our troubles, doesn't take all the troubles away from us. Sometimes he takes a trouble away, but most of the time, this life is filled with troubles and difficulties. He doesn't remove us from those things. He doesn't take us and put us in a vacuum where we're not exposed to the things and the hurts and the problems of this world. But he does indwell us with his perfect Holy Spirit who brings peace to the heart of the believer. We live in difficult times. But I want you to know in the most difficult times of the world, the peace giver is very present. The one who gives peace in our hearts. The one who reminds us that this world is not the end for us. It is a time that we travel through this life where we develop an ongoing relationship and fellowship and prayer time with the one who gives us peace. And we grow spiritually and as we grow through life, as we've trusted him as Lord and Savior, and we grow and we grow in him, we find that his peace is real. His peace sustains us. His, his peace blesses us. His peace comes in the most difficult, horrible hour of our life. We can know the peace of God. Be still. And know that I am God. You know, we we're, we're have a tendency to do something about it. You know, I, I'm a daddy. And I've always been the one that can, can or thought he could do something about it. Whatever was going on in my family's life, whatever hurt the kids face through somebody hurting their feelings or doing something to them, whatever we walked through, I, I, I just took it on myself that I'm going to fix it. And you know, I, I, I fixed a lot of things. You parents, you, you daddies and mamas, you know that. You just, you fix a lot of things for your kids. But I want you to know, God arrested my attention when Amy lost her only child. And for the first time in my life, for the first time in her life, daddy couldn't fix it. Daddy couldn't meet the need. But praise God, we have a heavenly Father who has already provided peace in the midst of the storm, who's already provided the fix in our lives, 
who's already provided to sustain us and bless us through all of those difficult times of life. He has already worked it out, and he will take care of us. My peace I give to you. You can have it. In the midst of the world and all of our troubles, peace, as I said earlier, is not a set of circumstances. Peace is a person, and that person is Jesus, the Prince of Peace. Peace he offers to the whole world. That's what is amazing to me as a, as a preacher of the Word, as, as someone who has studied through the years. It is amazing to me the number of people that just do not Know the peace of God. And the condition that our world finds itself in today, there is more dirty politics worldwide than we've ever known in our lives or our grandparents, great-grandparents, all the way from the beginning of time. There's not been so much crookedness and political maneuvering worldwide, nation against nation, and party against party in our United States and senators against senators and representatives against representatives and all that we see in the White House and down to the poorhouse, we see it all over the place. Such dissension, such division, such lack of peace. But the angel's pronouncement was that he came to bring peace to the world. Jesus came as the Prince of Peace, and we cannot abide in him and not experience that peace in our souls. But we know that peace doesn't always come in the world around us, as I just described. Our neighbors are hurting There is violence in our very nation. There is anger and much pain against that setting. Our path may not look much like a journey of peace and and of of his arrival, I meant to say. He continues to work peace in our lives through his Holy Spirit. But it's not until he comes again that we will experience complete And perfect peace. But in the meantime, Jesus said, my peace I leave with you. We have the presence of peace in the person of the Savior who indwells the believer. Yet this world is where peace can shine the brightest. Because it doesn't always make sense to our human minds against the surrounding circumstances. Bible tells us as God's peace is beyond understanding and yet we're encouraged to draw close to God and rely on him for his peace. For instance, Paul writes to the church at Philippi in Philippians 4, 6, and 7. He says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, every situation by prayer and petition, With thanksgiving, present your request to God. 
and the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. His peace flows over us to settle us and to guard our hearts and our minds in everyday life. So often we come to God and asking him to change our, our circumstances. Your prayers never sound like that, do they? We ask God to change our circumstances, but at least if he won't do that, to change the hearts and the minds of those we're living around. So many times it doesn't happen. Sometimes he does it, but more often he changes our hearts and he changes our perspective on the situations in our lives. As we trust him, we're able to be more confident in his ability to handle the things in our lives and to give us what we're in need of and to bless us no matter what because he is control, in control, and he is holding us in his hand. And he said, and no man can pluck you out of my hand. He has us right where he needs us. He has us right where he wants us, holding us and caring for us, not treating us like zombies, not treating us like robots, but treating us like his own, caring for us walking with us through the difficult times that we, we, we must walk through in our lives. But he's there. He says, I will never leave you. I will never fail you. I will never forsake you. He said, I'm with you always, even until the end of the world. So that settles it. He's just not with you through the trouble you walk through right now, and then he's going to go off somewhere else and take care of somebody else and may stop by and say hey to you later. He doesn't work that way. He is omnipresent. He is with you as much as he's with me. He's with every believer to lead us and to guide us and to meet our needs and to bring peace in our lives to our hearts. The one who is God's gift that gift of peace that Jesus promised when he left the earth. I've already said it a couple of times. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. He told his disciples, I do not give you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. John 14, 27. Don't let your heart be troubled and don't be afraid. Now, that sounds like an absurd thing for the Lord to say, doesn't it? Lord, do you really understand what I'm living in? Do you really understand the problems I have? Do you really understand the world we live in today? Do you understand how difficult it is me as, for some of you as young parents to know that you're raising children in this world and, and they don't have the protection and the separation that you were able to enjoy as a child that your parents could provide then and, and you were sheltered from many of those things and today it, it bothers you, it bombards your mind that your children are growing up in the midst of all of this. Jesus has not changed. His promise has not changed. 
He will never leave us. He will never forsake us. He will never leave your child without his Holy Spirit to work and to protect them. He is always at work. The problem is we don't trust him with our children many times. He tells us not to worry about anything, but to pray about everything. And don't forget to thank him for what he does. Those weren't just words that Jesus said. They were rooted in reality. A deeper reality than the harsh conditions that was facing the followers of the Lord Jesus. Jesus knew there was a lot to fear. The threats of Herod, his own crucifixion. He knew what his disciples were going to face because he told them, you can't go where I'm going, but don't let your heart be troubled. Believe in me, trust me. I'm preparing a place for you. And though I'm going away, I am coming again. There comes that subject again of him coming again. He is. And he promises us that truth all through his word. He tells his followers, including us, not to be afraid. Why? Because he knows the end of the story. He knows what he has prepared. He knows that what awaits us is worth everything we walk through in this life, in this world. And in the midst of it all, we can have the peace of God because we have peace with God and we can walk through life Trusting him in every situation to do what is totally, wholly right in our lives. He will indeed do that. We can experience peace because we know the one in whom we trust. He's faithful. He's true. His peace was prophesied long before his arrival by Isaiah, who gave us this word, and I close with this word, you will keep in perfect peace those minds, whose, those whose minds are steadfast. Steadfast, my mind, my mouth won't talk right. Let me try it again. You will keep in per perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. That's our Prince of Peace. Steadfast, sure, you can trust Him. Whatever my lot, Thou hast taught me to say. Do it again. Whatever my lot, thou hast taught me to say, 
It is well, it is well with my soul. Is that your statement today? It ought to be. It can be. Because the Prince of Peace wants to teach you and teach me that whatever we face, through it all, we can say, it is well, it is well with my soul. Let's pray together. Father, we're so thankful for this truth today. As we celebrate the season of Advent, we do so with peace, an understanding that you have never left us, that you will never forsake us, and that you're with us always. Lord, in the midst of this Christmas celebration, May we trust you. Help us, Lord, to just trust in the one who brings peace to this world. Oh, he didn't bring about peace in this world. He brought peace to this world. For all who would simply trust him, believe on him, can know the peace of God. Lord, if there's one person in this room today are listening online that does not know the peace of God. I pray, Lord, that you would speak to their hearts, that they would open up their hearts and their lives and say, Lord God, I need you. I want you. I ask you, come into my life. Forgive me of trying to take control myself. And Lord God, give me your peace. Fill me with your presence that I may know a peace that passes the understanding of this mortal. Lord God, have your way in our lives. But thank you that your way is the way of peace. And we follow you, trusting, wholly trusting, and leaning on the Lord Jesus Christ, in whose name we pray, amen.